응? 어서와 방탄은 처음이지? 남준 김석지 민용길 Hi everyone. Um, we are back. BTS Bombshells back for another episode. What what? Woo woo! RM albums out and to go. Let's go. <laughs> you didn't do the poop 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 poop. I did a little bit. Pew 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 pew. There you go. There you go. I'm waiting for it. I wait for it. <laughs> it's a staple. Uh, I have to do it. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. We are recording this on a Friday. So RM's album, Indigo, just came out last night. We were all together watching the video. We all listened to the album together. Um, so what we wanted to do is just walk through our thoughts on the album, um, the music video. Uh, he had a Tiny Desk performance. There's been a number of different articles released as well. So we were just going to do kind of an episode on RM and Indigo, our leader. Daddy June. Daddy. Yes. Okay. Just really quick about really quick about yes, the lie. <laughs> he reads Daddy June. He's like, but I don't have any kids. Yeah. Bitch, you know what we're fucking talking about when we say come on. I, I haven't watched the live, <laughs> but I've seen the clips where it's like, yeah, I saw the like, he's the like Daddy June, blah 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 blah, and then like some someone wrote, did a meme, and it's like he is so over this fan. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have any kids. Oh, it was on. so good though. Oh my gosh. Mm, yeah. So funny. Okay. You want to go in track list order? Sure. Why not? So 10 tracks. I mean, it's a short album, but Hobie's was two. It's like, it was only 32 minutes. Yeah. And seven yeah. seconds, but hey, who's to say? But it I'll sounds like, you know, he did comment like, I feel like we're going to talk about like the album and like the little bit of the tiny desk at the same time, but basically yeah, yeah. During the tiny desk, he even mentions that he'd been working on this like from the age of 26 to like 29. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know he's been working on it for that long. Yeah. And he I mean, mentioned that he was like, Indigo's my favorite colors. There's 10 colors and there's 10 songs in this album. He um, pronounces it interesting though. It's he like says Indigo. Yeah. Yeah. Indigo. yeah. Instead of Indigo. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And now I'm going to pronounce it that way because since Daddy June does, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's our leader. He's the one who says what's good and what's not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So the first song is Yun uh, with Erica Badu. And you just know my little 90s R&B heart was full for this song. I love Erica Badu. I grew up listening to her music. I fucking love her. So when I saw the track list before the song came out, I was super excited and the song did not disappoint. It was very neo soul, very R and B, very nineties. Um, definitely my shit. Yeah, and people like talking in the background. Yeah, so like the talking is actually the artist that the song is about. The uh, the the, the yeah, song it's is about, about um Yoon. Uh, yeah, know. yeah, like a nineties like artist in the the really famous nineties artist uh, painter or something in Korea. And yeah, June's favorites. He he uh, does mention that in the tiny desk too. Mm -hmm. He says that that's it's him having a conversation with the painter, yes, about life and death. Which like I that's was the really audio of the the talking in the beginning and the end is of him talking to that to that artist. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you so sad that um it sounded like Erica was supposed to be at the tiny desk. Which I know, yeah. and I'm surprised like Anderson Park wasn't there either. I know. Where I wonder where those are filmed. I know it was filmed know. a long time ago though because in it he did say like in a month I'll be 30 yeah so it was filmed a month before his birthday in August yeah all right detective army you all do the freaking help us yeah help <laughs> us out and let us fight like tell us if he did this in the U.S. or not like because triangulate it with his schedules of leaving Korea <laughs> oh. which is kind of crazy because like he's yeah he's had it done that's probably why he thought that he would release next because he was already doing it which makes you wonder like who else is already doing stuff for their own album as well yeah i, I'm, know. I know jimin is like really doing some things so yeah. this is gonna be like, like he may be next but this is <laughs> um so for this song also um so the lyrics like part of it he said he repeats i want to be human before i do some art and he like repeats that over and over um 
so I was reading some like reviews and stuff and uh people are saying that it's like the song is uh his struggle uh between his like identity as an idol versus like him as Kim Namjoon which I think is like throughout the album right through like all the songs it's kind of like about that struggle yeah I think he's and I think we've we've kind of said this on the podcast too I think he's definitely like going through not like an, an identity thing but literally like taking a step back about like who am I yeah. um so it's it's interesting but I agree I think like there is that theme throughout the the album album um and I do have to say like that it's very like courageous and dope that at the height of their career they're like no we're gonna step back mm-hmm. because we like figure out what what we really want we're not going to do this for the likes for popularity because we're like at the height of our career right now like what's more important is like how we feel our mental stability our what we want not like what everybody else wants and I think that's fucking sick yeah it's interesting we have like the two albums right now and like RM is like identity who am I and Hobie's like in like arson and stuff is like all about the success and should he just let it burn so it's, it seems like that's kind of a common theme I mean we only have two but it seems like it's kind of a common theme that we're seeing yeah, yeah I um, looked up um the lyrics of the song um and basically like exactly what you said kind of like we're not going to do it I'm not going to make music or do all this stuff just just for the views just for the likes just for yeah. the mainstream media like I'm going to do it because I want to do it and I think him exploring like himself and like being his own person instead of being this idol is like a really cool journey that I think he's going to go on. And I'm really excited because I think just representing his album, like it's it's lyrically like and musically very um, artistic. And like, I really like the flow of it. Like once we and go personal, further on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In yeah. Those, in, so in the lyrics, um, uh, he talks about being young and then like, he's being told by I don't know who exactly is the person that's telling him this but he's being told like look at that mountain look at that goal like that's where you need to be um like you need to go with the flow you need to do like basically like telling him what to do and then also saying you're nothing without your team so he says you're actually nothing without a team which I thought was kind of sad but on one side he was like fuck that shit mm-hmm. um you know my dream he says specifically my dream is still forbidden dancing where no one sees and I think what he's trying to say is like what I want to do with my life has never been anyone else's business but my own and I'm gonna fucking do it I don't care what you guys think or say yeah I I also appreciate that the song starts with the word fuck yes oh and like it's the first song on the album one a fun fact or I read um like a little interview that RM did. And so in an interview, he said he wanted um, Erica Badu to sing the hook because he um, he said if he did it, it wouldn't be as convincing because he is too young to preach um, and to tell like somebody uh, what to do or what to be. And he explains that Erica singing the hook, it's more convincing because she has her own narrative and she's not about the hype or noise, but everybody knows and respects her. And that's why he like chose Erica Badu to to do the song and sing the hook. I guess originally he was gonna sing the hook, um, but he uh, kind of asked Erica Badu to to sing it for those reasons. I hope there's some like bang chan bobs that come out with like the whole process of like did they meet? Did they do it yeah. over Zoom? Like how did this kind of come about? Yeah, and like how did he approach it? Like how did he ask her? Like all of those things. Very cool. Um, okay, so the second song on the album is Still Life with Anderson Park. I love this one. Yeah, it's a good beat. Like, it's like a nice rhythm. I really like it. It's Anderson like, has, like a good vibe and voice too, like in doing like the hook. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's super fun. Super fun song. Um, so I got like one, uh, some lyrics from it that I really liked. Um, so it says, trendsetter, I'm a friend better. I go and get her that makes you fed up in the end. It didn't turn out as I wanted, not what I hoped. They live so happily just as I want, huh? Maybe RM didn't plan on becoming, oh, so this is my thoughts. Maybe RM didn't plan on, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm reading my notes. So I'm like, oh wait, that's-, that's- pause, for, pause for uh laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, I feel like RM didn't like plan on becoming an idol maybe, or like he didn't be- plan on becoming this successful, but then he see he sees like all the members um, living happily and that's what he wanted in the end. So mm-hmm. like, 
he is happy about like the way their career was going kind of thing um and I think the song is kind of about like not putting him into a box he's not like still life picture or something that you can put into a frame like he's always changing he has many layers and like personas that's what I got from the song well he does he explains that and you're exactly right and um he explains that in the tiny desk mm-hmm. and he begins it by basically describing like why he wrote this song and he said he went to some random museum and saw that a lot of the paintings were called still life <laughs> and I think he, constant display and that's yes constant constant display but also yeah. they they captured the beauty of flowers in the canvas although the flower has been dead for years hundreds of years or whatever but the artists took a snapshot and kept the beauty of the flower eternal so like it's going to last forever and he, <laughs> like they engraved it into time and basically he's saying I'm still life like my life is what I want to make it and even though I feel like I'm on a canvas and I feel like I'm being put on display like my beauty and my essence of my life is going to live eternally and it's going to still move forward though like he's still going to continue to add to his canvas and like show the world like who he is and I thought that was a really pretty um way of like representing himself and like the in the song too mm-hmm. yeah and I appreciate that it's like a fun like funky beat but it has like you know obviously really deep lyrics that's like RM signature I feel like and yeah definitely it fits in well with with that it's one of my faves on the album for sure. All right. The next song is All Day featuring Tableau. This is my favorite one on the album. Yeah. I haven't decided a favorite yet, but it is up there. I definitely think that Tableau sounds like a Korean Kendrick Lamar. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so good. good. Yeah. I don't know who Tableau is. Do you guys? Yeah, he's the, the lead no. rapper in Epic High. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And like, I know that they're like a big like inspiration to like. Yeah. To RM, Suga, and um, and Hobie. So really cool that he got to do like a song with him. Yeah, he's like one of the lead, one of the lead rappers from Epic High, um, and his voice is great, great flow. I love like the tone of his voice. Um, I really liked. It. I thought they, their voices complemented each other well. Um, so I wonder if they recorded it in Vegas because remember during the PTD concert there was the Epic High concert in Vegas as well. Oh, cool. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I wonder if they did. Could have been. I mean, he's been working on the album for how long, he said. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, really, I like the connection there, Jess. You know, every now and then I got my my magnifying glass. <laughs> your magnifying glass out and your trench coat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong most of the time. All of them, actually. <laughs> One time I'm going to get it right, though. And then I'm going to, like, hold on to that. <laughs> Maybe this is the time, girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he sounds great. I yeah. love the way he flows. Um, yeah, I really like this song. I feel like Still Life and... Gosh, I don't know the names yet, but um, this one, like those are like the two kind of more day. Day. higher beats and, you know, there's, there's no bangers on it, but like these yeah. are the bangers. There are a lot of lyrics in this song that I really, really liked. Um, <clears throat> uh, so like I was reading another, yeah, the same article, but they're saying that this song is about um, the battle of creating from a place of originality. So like not creating mm. songs out of popularity mm. or like likes and stuff. So like kind of same theme, like creating yeah. music, creating um, anything art really from like a place of originality. So I think that's like really cool. And there are lots of lyrics that are pretty sick in this. So um, so let's see. So he says, okay, okay, I'm digging all day. I'm finding the real me. Okay, okay. Singing all day. Um, and I think the, the, that is like a nod to his name, RM. And cause he mm-hmm. said now before it used to be stand for rap monster, but he changed it changed to stand it. for real me. So I think that was like a little nod oh. to his like, new persona, his new name. I mean, it's not that new. He's, he changed the meaning a, a while ago, but I think that's what it was kind of referring to, which I like. Um, and then uh, this part's kind of long, but like the lyrics are really good. So they say, they want you in fear. How dare you say what you think? Folded origami, they got you by your balls and your socioeconomics. And I was like, oh shit, they got to buy the balls. I think that's like the music industry and like, you have to do this. You have to be like this to be popular to, you know? And like, he's like, fuck all that. Like, we're going to do us. Like it's worked for us for this long. We're not changing. I appreciate that they're not like super hungry. Um, 
the way that other artists are to, for like awards and everything like that. I mean, I know the Grammys meant a lot to them, but mm-hmm. it sounds like they're definitely just like, no, nope, we're going to do what we need to do um, and what we want to do. And I feel like they've always kind of been that way, which is nice. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, <laughs> this, off, off the scannies, um, there is, a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're basically, I mean, I don't know. I think that they're, they can, right off um but like they're kind of like they're kind of haters honestly like I feel like they're so subjective with who they decide to choose whose music is valid I guess in their eyes but I mean that's my own opinion well no but but, I mean a lot of people share that like Eminem I think says it best where he's like you'll never see me there again all they do is they like protect their darlings is how he called it of who they believe like are in their inner circle and that's who they give right. reports to yeah. and then they make a big um scene to try and get like a jay-z or beyonce there or eminem there yeah. yes there, saying like like basically being like hey you're probably gonna win or like all that and then they don't give them the award just so they yeah. have them out and they can get the viewers on yeah jammies all day fuck them well um you know along with that i feel like um uh like you said like they have their little darlings or whatever and I feel like it's such a true statement it's almost like they're the ones who get this I mean like don't get me wrong like some of the artists that they do choose for Grammys um to like actually get the award some of their music is really good like I'm not gonna not gonna lie like lyrically or (laughs) musically or whatever but at the same time you know they give preferential treatment to people who they deem you know, worthy enough or whatever. And then so so in some of the song lyric for um all day, um, it says specifically, which I thought was kind of funny. He said, We got dynamite in our DNA. Yes, he has a lot I of like nods to their old songs. He does yeah. that. He says, uh, so make a bigger fire, burn it up. So like fire. Yeah, yeah. Or so burn like, it up. What are you a lot, a lot of, of nods for, like the old BTS songs, which is cool. Yeah. And then, and then he goes on to say, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be that way. I'll take care of myself with my eyes wide open. Haters, close your eyes. If you don't want to see my life, it's hard to watch a dream with your eyes open. You feel me? I feel like he's trying to basically say like, you know, these haters, like they see me doing what I love and, you know, uh, making strides in like my dreams and like putting out my album. And basically like, if you don't like it, then close your eyes. Cause like, I'm here, like I'm here to stay. Love that. Mm. yeah and the dynamite and the dna thing i was just like 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 was it a a dig yeah yeah and including like their old song so which is very cool Mm -hmm. but i thought it was interesting that he said you know like he used dynamite i mean i guess it's a great word um but like he used dynamite i don't know if it means anything like with the song dynamite itself because dynamite was like an all-english song and kind of like bubblegum poppy you know what I mean like it was more or less like not a lyrically like artistic song if that makes sense you know yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) great song but yeah not like super deep yeah um yeah all right any other thoughts on all day definitely one of my fave tracks I like I like it. it I like it. I'm going to, I need to listen to some Epic High now, actually. I know. I really like that guy's voice. Um, okay. The next song is Forgetful without the E because. Because he forgot it. He got it. <laughs> um, featuring Kim Sawol. I don't really know how to pronounce that name. Um, so this is like RM is really experimenting with his vocals. Yeah, it's definitely more of a vocal album. Yeah, and it's folksy, very folksy with the guitar and like all that stuff. Um, I don't know who the girl is, and I don't come for me, but like not my favorite voice. (laughs) I I like all the other um features. I love all the other features. This one was like a little bit like eh, like okay. You yeah, know, the song really gives "Hey There, Delilah." It really gives "Banana Pancakes." Like the that's the vibe I go Ooh. for. Like that's hey that's kind of yeah. Hey there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, see that? Yeah, it's very like folksy. Um, yeah, yeah. It feels it's not one of my yeah, yeah, not one of my favorites. Also, I don't really have much to say about it. Um, 
but I do love that he's experimenting and like doing different things. Like yeah. now's the time to do it. And I love that he's doing it. It's so oh. different. And we said that yeah. about you too. It's so different. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess we have two like rap line, you know, soul albums. And I guess I was like thinking that like, where's our bangers? Like, where's the diss track? Like, Yungi's like, hold on. Yeah, Yungi's like, hold my <laughs> Wait for me. hold my whiskey. Yeah. Like Deja yeah. Top Part 2 is about to hit or whatever. I um, hope so. But I, I get like the whole, like, it's a very... I said this last night, the whole album in general um, is like a very like coffee house vibe or mm. getting up from work and pouring a glass of wine. And that's what you like listen to to unwind. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the vibe I get from the whole. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. It's very, I like, could like see Dom June on a bike, like singing. This oh song. yeah. For sure. On River, just yep. like. Dude, we got to rent, when we go to Korea, we got to rent bikes, Han River and like bring up. Yeah. A- portable speaker and listen to this album and we're yes gonna, and have a picnic yeah with cheap from 7-eleven okay the next song is closer which might be one of my favorite songs on the album um it's featuring paul blanco and mahalia i don't know who they are <laughs> um but the guy singing and i don't know which guy is singing his voice is fucking great mm-hmm. and the song is very sexy it's like the song is about um, being getting as close as possible to a lover the lyrics are yeah so like some of the lyrics if I, can, I will if say I with the, the Paul guy when Paul like starts singing it sounded to me just like J-Hope like the starting part of it I was like is that Hobie oh, um, okay. but that was just a yeah, girl can dream lyrics, over like here. That if I could be live under your skin like that's how close he wants to be he wants to live under your skin I feel you I want to live under the skin of every member of BTS like right <laughs> and then like there's another lyric says but the time can stop when you and I make our lips lock baby oh man oh, yeah locking with Nam June and why I is it, it was me? me yeah and why isn't it me yeah the song is like cool I love I love like the sexy vibe it's very yeah. it's very like talking about specifically you know getting under like being with someone and being really close with them well, whatever it's, it's his like little you know the the last album of his 20s it's about his 20s he's becoming this man and yeah all I want to know is who's he lip locking with let us know anyone he wants <laughs> probably oh man uh but I really like the song it's I think it's a different like type of song for our I might maybe it's like a expensive girl part two <laughs> but a little bit more tame and not as graphic as expensive girl could you imagine if expensive girl like there it didn't exist until like rm solo album right now i would die it oh would my god yeah wild i mean could if you it was even... on a bonus bonus track bonus yeah. track, expensive girl what if i you know what maybe i'm just gonna get my clown car really quick but um Let's all hop in. Let's go. Let's all hop in. But I don't know if you guys want to hop in with me. It was this idea. <laughs> but I was thinking like, you know how Ignition has like, you know, Ignition, like the original Ignition song. Oh, and the remix? Like, the remix was like a major hit. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still a bop, right? Yeah. But yeah. um, I wonder if like RM would ever consider remixing Expensive Girl to like Ooh, now how cool would that I be would right i love that oh i love if someone asked him in an interview like his thoughts on that song like now you know oh, what I mean? yeah 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 <laughs> where's that is it too late to submit a question you need to like submit that question on live but and like get all armies to submit that question yeah, <laughs> next time jungkook's doing karaoke expensive girl expensive girl oh my god dead dead that would be so hilarious Oh my God. Okay. So that was closer. Okay. The next is change part two. So I think a lot of people don't know what change the first one is. I didn't know that. I didn't know you that. You guys was- don't know. It's actually a really great fucking song. And it's with RM and um, an American rapper, Wale. It's also very good. Um, and that song is called change and it's with him, um, with RM and Wale. And it's really good. Definitely go look it up. It sounds nothing like this song. It's totally different. Totally about something different. Um, but it's uh, a continuation of that, I guess, because it's called Change Part Two. And he did a song called Change with Wale. Um, but yeah, it's super like experimental and funky, lots of synth sounds and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. And it's all in English. And oh, Closer is also all in English. There's only like mm-hmm. a couple Korean phrases in that song. Yeah, I, I liked it. Again, I feel like I feel like after um, 
the song with Tableau, the vibe just gets, it's kind of like a, a mellow vibe after that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's one lyric that I did like from the song and it's, uh, fuck my interviews in years ago. I'm a whole, whole different, not that anymore. Fuck that wiki. Fuck all those infos. What a stranger. I don't know this fool. I just really appreciate the amount of fucks in the album. Yeah. I mean, yes. in that night alone, there was like four. Yeah, there's four fucks in this song. So um, so I think that's like pretty cool uh lyrics. So he's kind of talking about like I'm always changing, you know, like the like the same theme throughout. I yeah, I think it is the same theme. Each song. Yeah. Just like yeah. um, I'm not the same person I was three years ago when I did that interview. Like I'm always changing, I'm you know, maturing, developing, you know, I have different views on things. Like I don't even know who that person is anymore. And I think everyone everyone can relate to that. Like we're all different than we were before the pandemic, before, you know, a lot of things. Well, I also think that, you know, he was so much younger when he was being interviewed, like when they were first, you know, when he was, when they were first getting popular, like BTS and stuff, you know, and I feel like, of course he's going to change. Like he's grown into like adulthood and like while being an idol. Um, so of course he's going to have different perspectives. Maybe he was naive about how, you know, the media was or how like he was being portrayed or whatever, like what, like that, you know, as he was a younger person and now he's here and he's like, fuck the haters. Like, I'm not going to censor myself in these interviews anymore. Like, you know, cause I feel like before you kind of have to like protect an image and now he's like, I'm going to be my own person. And that image isn't something I need to protect. Like I'm going to be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, all right. Uh, the next song is Lonely, which is another like very vocal heavy song. This was like wild for me to hear um, the for the first time. Um, Why? Just the because I just like, you know, you always like, I guess for me, I think that it probably you could be so famous, but it probably is one of the most lonely things out there to not have like others understand you. Whereas like for us, like I could sit here and be like, oh, I'm like really lonely. Like how could this person be lonely? Like they have all these people around them, like all this kind of stuff. And so I don't know, just for him to say it. And then it does sound like it's kind of about like a girl too, or or a partner, could be a guy, could be a right? Yeah, any person. Yeah, any person. Um, so it was like interesting because I was like, oh my gosh, like did this person leave you? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was more like I think it's uh I, I got the the vibe that it was about him like being lonely, like especially on tour, because he says, like, I hate these hotel rooms, I hate these cities I don't know. Um, I just want to be with you, kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like maybe he could be talking about a specific person. Um yeah. I don't know, but the person he's kissing up on for that closer song. Hey, you know, who is it? Who's to say? Reveal yourself. Reveal you tell us. Sorry, guys, it's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. He's actually singing about me, guys. Just... <laughs> I do it. I do it. Genie Lip locking okay with that, I'm sure. Oh yeah, Jeannie signed off on that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she was like, as long as I can watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but it was it was like a really like it seemed like a really like vulnerable um like song just about his life and feelings. And so yeah, I don't know. I like what you said too, Jess. Like I feel like he's, you know, I feel like fame is can be really lonely. I couldn't imagine having that like that many people around you you know contacting you they need they need your music they want you to come to a a thing they want you to represent this they want you to do you know all these things and then you go home and it's late at night and you're like you know like as you know being in bts and being an idol and stuff i don't obviously we don't know what their dating life is like because they keep that in the shadows um so like yeah I mean I'm sure it's lonely like are they allowed to talk to people like like are they allowed to date like I I mean I don't know it's kind of a mystery I think but I couldn't imagine like these people are only surface level that he has to interact with for a lot of it other than I would assume the BTS members that he's a part of but like the people who make up his managers the CEO like those people are just business partners rather than like 
family and friends that he can be around and going to all of these new cities and going on tours and there's yeah. no one really yeah. other than his members who are doing the exact same thing and can't see their friends and their family like, yeah I couldn't imagine yeah that's fucking super difficult I'm sure yeah and like you said like just the busyness of being like having that lifestyle and like just go 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 all day you don't even think about being lonely but when you're in your hotel room by yourself when the day's over and no one's around you're like fuck I got no one here with me like I'm yeah. alone I'm lonely like you know I could totally feel that yeah well, I, I feel like, too like oh sorry go ahead. oh I was just gonna say like I feel like that's their work too like him being an artist and a producer and writing songs and things like that like that's all work for him he has mm -hmm. to do that for his like his livelihood I'm sure he really likes it too you know but like you're doing that because he's that's his job right mm -hmm. um and that for that to kind of only be his only identity at this point you know like him yeah. being an artist is so from being a young child going being an idol and all that kind of stuff um for his whole like childhood through and like like you said this album is supposed to represent him going through 26 to 20 the year 29 of his life and he's like this whole time I've been spending giving to all of these other people what about me yeah that's that's kind of what I was gonna say is like like when you turn 30 you kind of like reflect back like you know and maybe from a success standpoint he could have never imagined it but we don't know like what his goals were. Did he like want to have a family? I know he said he wanted to be a dad and then kind of said he doesn't want kids. Like who knows? But maybe like, he's like, yeah, success. This is all great. But like personally, like it's lonely because I don't feel like I've accomplished or where I, where I would want to be because of just things that are happening in the job. Also like, how can you connect with people like really authentically connect with people when the first thing that they see about you is you're an idol and you're part of BTS and you're famous. Like you can't. Yeah. Necessarily. How, how, how do you, I mean, I feel like that's why celebrities date other celebrities is because they like, understand the lifestyle. Yeah. And they can be real and authentic with each other because they know that that, outside part of their life where they're in front of they the cameras all the time like they get it mm -hmm. but for like rm like i'm sure he wants a more authentic connection. relationship with and connect yeah and connection with someone that doesn't have to do with music and the media and i want he can just like, run in and chill with you know yeah <laughs> and like talk about like i don't know fucking stupid netflix shows like who's who, you know what are you watching right now what episode are you on like just dumb stuff that has nothing to do with him being an idol like, yeah a big a figure for like korea's poster child yeah you know exactly. I mean? all right so the next song is hectic featuring i don't know how to spell it i want to say cold cold day i don't know colby cold day cold day i don't know sorry we don't know um but the song is about soul it's about the the city of soul i think it's like an, another like nod to his song from um mono called soul, soul. yeah which he did at on tiny desk too yeah yeah, yeah. i like that he did that on tiny desk i did yeah. too I don't think I've ever listened to that song. So it was like a nice, I was like, oh, is this on the album? And then I was like, oh no, I guess not. I think this song is like kind of a nod to, to that song. It's about um, the hustle and bustle and his like love-hate relationship with the city. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any much more to say about it. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it was like a little like, I guess like hectic beat, you know? Like it was yeah. kind of, yeah. Hectic is a good way to say to describe it yeah it's not a standout for me um, yeah. I don't think it's a bad song but it's like not a standout for me yeah. yeah it's not my fave like it's not my favorite one of the album although it's, it's you know it's good I listened to the whole album um like a few times so it's like yeah I've definitely been streaming so maybe yep. yeah um okay um, the next song was Wildflower featuring Eugene um which was the title track and we also got an MV Mm -mm. when we were yes. watching it last night i was like this is really giving me paramore vibes with like the girl mm -hmm. singing and um that song that they have with lupe fiasco airplanes um that kind of vibe mm -hmm. is like the vibe i was getting from it like a very paramore e like rock 
hip hop type song, alternative rock. Yep. Hip hop yep. type song. Yeah, I liked it when we, cause we watched the music video twice and then we listened to the album. I started liking it a lot more without watching the video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think part of that, I think like I sometimes need to listen to songs a couple of times and then I think Sophie, you said it last night. Um, like sometimes when you're watching the video, you're paying like way too much attention to the video and not really like listening to the song or you're, you're like half listening. Lyrics, watch him, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, let's like be honest. When you watch a BTS video or a video from them, it's always you got to watch the video, what they're doing visually. Then you got to read the lyrics as well. Then you got to also listen to the beat. Like it's hard to do all three at once. Mm-hmm. Hold up, I don't do it that way. I will we'll watch the video multiple times, but I right, read right. the lyrics first because I want to know what he's saying, uh-huh. and then I watch like the video itself, and then I have to listen to it because I feel like oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I was saying. Like Jess was like, yeah. I like the song more when we listen to it without the music video because you could concentrate on the beat, on the melodies, on more of like yeah. the 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 song, the sounds of the song versus like reading the lyrics or watching like what he's doing in the video kind of thing. Um, yeah. Fun fact about the video. So you know that part where like all the sparks are flying and shit? Yeah. Oh, that, I love that part. Like That's that my favorite part. That is not CGI. That shit was real. Oh, I figured it was real. Like they were shooting off like fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looked oh, like it was, it was all oh, like really? sparkly over him. And it didn't look like CGI. It didn't look like C- I thought it was CGI, but he said it was real. And like the sparks kept like flying on him and that they were like really hot. And like they were space so like when they hit him. And stuff. The pirate That's so cool. I love fire. Yeah. And we're probably going to get to see like the behind the scenes of that. Um, I yes, we'll get to how many times they needed to do it. Yeah, oh, I'm very excited yeah. to see the um the bang tan episode or bomb or whatever they have about that because I want to see how they did that part because it's really cool visually. Maybe they only had one and they're like, "Yo, you got to get this right," because like, <gasps> yeah, they could only going off once. So yeah, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> one yeah, I really like the song. I can see why he chose that to be the title track now. <laughs> um. I couldn't see it as much last night, but like now listening to it, I'm like, okay, I see it. I see it. Yeah. So um, there's I that love him like in the flower have, like, field. Little... I'm sorry, what? Oh, it's like I love him in the flower field. And then when he's alone on stage with like Oh, that... I love the alone on stage part. That part is cool. Woo, in a purple suit. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so I have lyrics and then like a little bit of a like I uh opinion or like what someone said about it that I thought was cool. Um, so one of the lyrics in the in the song is when everything I believed in turned distant, when all this fame turned into shackles, please take my desire away from me, no matter what it takes, let me be myself. So that's very uh I'll the on theme with the entire album. Mm-hmm. So I was reading an article and this is what it said about it. So the idea of fame as a double-edged sword is far from a new one, especially in art, but it's worth remembering that the path the members of BTS have walked, particularly in the scope of their specific journey, is unique to them. While there are presumably plenty of joy that's been found along the way, it's clear that the person who is Kim Namjoon offstage, away from flashing lights and camera bulbs, is has struggled immensely too. My start was poetry, my one and only dream that protected me so far, he says. Nothing was ever meant to be mine, and don't tell me you gotta be like someone because I'll never be like them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool um, interpretation of the song, and I think it's dead on for sure. Right. Yeah, like, yeah there's definitely been sense. lots of ups, lots of joys, but like I'm sure there's lots I of think, darkness, stress, think, and sadness too. Yeah, I think it's interesting the shackles because you can. I mean, and I'm kind of just I have no basis for this, but between whatever is going on with like the government and the military and just like what they want to do, it's like what he enjoys doing is now becoming a shackle to them because they have to deal with all these other outside variables that want them to do this or that or the other. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we've seen, and we've said this and we've like seen it, like they are not responsible for your economy. Like the whole thing of like, what are they going to do? They're going to 29 billion won because they're going to the military. Like that's not their responsibility, you know? No, it's not on them. I like, you know, I also like, kind of like just piggybacking off what you said is like I feel like when they first started they were like looked down upon and now it's like oh our country won't survive without you yeah like, yeah, yeah it's so hot and cold like mm-hmm. you didn't like us before and now you're you can't live without us and mm-hmm. it's like we're just humans we're making music we're making art like 
you need to appreciate it for what it is and when you have it, because there could be a time where I choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's their choice. I thought the song was just, it was, I feel like it was like a little sad, like for me. Um, and also just like seeing some lyrics and stuff like that. But I did want to mention, I feel like the portion where he was on the stage, being on the stage and the lights and the, and the mic and the purple suit to him being in the middle of a flower field that was like all, per- like almost looked like purple lavender, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt do, like- I do. It smelled amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll hope that wasn't CGI either. Um, uh, but it was, it was really pretty. Um, but I also feel like it was like homage to like, or like trying to represent like armies. Yeah. And like that being his, like, I don't want to say like saving grace, but like almost like as people that like, like would love him unconditionally. Like yeah. 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 Um, and like, while he was going through all of the stress of being an idol and stuff, like he had yeah. army, they're supporting him like right behind him when he says so 100%. yes leader we're saluting the president, president um so yeah I can, like jess said i can see why he chose this to be the title track um okay and there's only one more song on the on the album and it's called number two featuring park ji yoon yeah mm. what do you guys think about this song mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, towards the end, other than Wildflower, it just, to me, it started to, you know, I think it, it's just the same kind of vibe. And I mean, I'm just yeah. like, knowing that this was like closing it out, um, I don't really have like a lot to say about the song. It's just kind of like one of them on there. Agreed. Um, yeah. um, I know, like, I think he chose this song to be last because it, what, like the lyrics and like what it's about is about like moving forward mm-hmm. and like looking back and just like, you know, pushing on moving forward and like yeah not dwelling on the past kind of thing yeah yeah Which I think it's, it's a good for sure and it like rounds out the album like a super chill album and I'm just like I'm happy for him that he was able to he's wanted to do something like this and was able to get it mm-hmm. out there and I think it's just cool we're just seeing different sides of all of them and they're experimenting um and seeing what works and hopefully you know the whole point of this was to to make them better in the future when they come back together as a group so um yeah. I was like maybe we'll start to see like different vibes than what we're used to when they come back together because they're they've been able to kind of explore and experiment, uh, experiment and get rejuvenated and get more ideas and and all that kind of stuff so I like I like I said again it's not like my favorite song on the album but I do agree with both of you like it kind of closes out the album Mm -hmm. um I feel like he's like trying to basically say like like here I've submitted like this this my interpretation right also reading the lyrics but like here's my project I signed off on it I've submitted it you know but like he's looking back like could I have changed this could I have done that like um, and like looking back on his memories and um, in the lyrics, he says, uh, even if countless things bother you, you will protect yourself now. My love, don't look back anymore. Be behind the clearly mixed memories. These remaining lives stay stays like a bonus. You've done your best. And I oh, feel like that, that. I love that you've done your best. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I feel like I can resonate with that a lot and like with RM like he's very artistic I feel like I honestly feel like it might be hard for him because putting out original content is you know not easy like it's not easy to sit there and try and think of something so beautiful that RM puts out there and still like wild to me like how anyone can create something out of nothing like not like none of these beats or rhymes or lyrics existed until I made it exist like I cannot fathom that like yeah and it goes into that that's crazy. and to basically say stop working on it rm yeah i need to submit this because i want to you, you know you want to finish your songs you want to finish your album um and he did he did do his best and i think we all kind of appreciate that but he did a really great job like he's very artistic and like i i like the way that he writes and that the way that he puts out his music like it might not be my favorite song mm-hmm. this last one but um you know, it's still really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole album is great. Every song is good. Um, just not, you know, not not one of the standouts, but like still a great track. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think to attest to all of us, like we're more of like, let's do like some party music. Kind of like, let's go out and 
let's get a banger. You know, we always say that, but I also think we can sit down and take appreciation to like these songs that are more, uh, I guess like artistically leaning, like more emotional, like yeah, more yeah. dramatic in yeah. a sense. That um, make you and, think and like have, you know, that yeah. yeah. If you're in your feelings, listen in. The perfect album for you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the songs on the album. Um, you know, my thoughts are great album. Like I said, um, very artistic. Uh, love the mellow vibes. Definitely coffee house feels. Um, but I liked it. And congrats to RM. I'm really excited to see what his performance is going to be. Um, yeah. Whatever that thing they're doing that has you have to be like 20 to go, or you have to be an adult or something. I'm assuming it's because of the curse words, but hopefully it's because of other things. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, it's because he's shirtless. <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah, get a right? not a shirt on because I'm definitely yeah. I'm, I'm tuning it in. Or just like an exposed chest. Like let's just do like yeah, a nice dress shirt on RM. No buttons. Dude, those titties are gonna be popping out. Dude, oh, yeah. yes. nom titties right now. Nom titties are out. Popping out. Yeah, no, I really, I really liked it. Um, I shot a couple other comments on um tiny desk. Um, cause we've, we've gone through kind of all the songs, but, um, I loved at the tiny desk at the beginning, it, it just like shows this black screen and it's like video contains explicit language. And I was like, <laughs> yes, like, let's go. um, but yeah, I really, I liked the vibe of tiny desk. It was like very him. He's just kind of sitting there, has his band behind him, has, you know, the books, the, I, I was like kind of laughing because when he was introducing the band, the drummer's name is JK Kim. Yeah. Like, yeah, what? yeah. like what is going I was on? Like, Wait, JK? I was like, what? Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I really like that. And then the only other notes that I have, and you know, there's a lot of articles out there, um, reviewing the album or, um, the music video and just about them, but the Rolling Stones article was <laughs> like one of the best ones out there. And kind of the subheader of Rolling Stones right. is like the de facto sp spokesperson for the world's biggest pop group delivers an excellent solo debut. And then the article just starts and it, this is like, it like gives me the chills. Um, the article starts and says, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And oh, I'm like, I love that. Fucking box. You yes. know, I don't know how else to describe yes. it. Yes. I'm like, wow. Like the that article is sick and very true. Wild. So I'm just, I'm super proud of him and, and all of that. So I'm excited. And yeah. we'll see what other stuff he releases. Like, I wonder what the Indigo merch is going to be like. Yeah, hopefully it's cheaper than the Astronaut merch. Oh Girl, God, yeah. like, oh my God. Like, if you get that pillow, that body pillow shipped on Global, that shit is like double, like triple the price bucks. of the it's actual double. fucking thing. Double. Like, so three times the amount of the pillow. Yeah, it's three times the amount of the pillow, the shipping. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, but we have Indigo merch. We have this show that's coming up for him. Um, the intimate show with 200 armies, which it this album totally makes sense to be at more of like an intimate <laughs> show, not like a Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah this wouldn't work at Lollapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it would if it was like a daytime set. Yeah. Like yeah. Night last day kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But it's not really a an album where you could like bop with your army bomb you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. you just be in your feelings in the dark and shit <laughs> yeah i just crying in the corner <laughs> position in the corner yeah um all right what about you so what are your thoughts on the whole album i really like the whole album i like how it's set up i kind of like the flow too i think it kind of goes from like fun kind of like beats um but again the theme is the same basically throughout and then it gets like slower um with the beats like as you go through um but yeah I think it's I mean it, I think it's beautiful like I think it represents RM like as a whole like he's such a kind and like caring person I can yeah I can see him like he's like a I don't want to say like a wise old man but like you know like like how I just how I want to describe like RM is like this slow moving like very chill like super kind and like like he'd give you the shirt off his back kind of kind of guy and I feel like yeah. he represents him being vulnerable and being open and honest about himself and his feelings and his emotions on the album which is really really cool to see and I'm glad that he put this out as his first um 
uh, first solo album without BTS being included, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm just, I'm proud of him. And I think, oh, and I, I think we might've missed this, but he did mention in the tiny desk, like in the beginning, um, the painter that he had a conversation with uh, for his first <laughs> song, um, the painting you can see on his album cover. Hmm. Yeah, the dude's paintings in it, which I thought is oh, like that's right. Really cool. That's that's right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. Thanks for bringing that up. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and what I also just I it speaks to RM. It speaks yeah. to RM him, you know, finding the beauty in other artists and in the world. And I think um he really ties that together with this album, which is really nice. And he different, like went in a very different direction than Hobie, where Hobie was like, I want this album to be all me, no features, where RM was like, I want almost every song to have a feature. Like so very uh different like takes on like how to create their solo albums. That's, I think I mean, that's really cool. I think have. RM is a very collaborative person in general, but like mm -hmm. I think he also I mean these artists are already really good and they already have their own careers, but I think it's also a way for him to be like, I really like you guys. I think that I really like, like the music. Kind of thing. Yeah. And kind of give other artists exposure at the same time that he's giving himself exposure. And again, making literal art. He's yeah. making little literal art with other artists and giving that to us. And I feel blessed to be able to listen to it. But yeah, so that's, that's all about um, the... Uh, you know rm's album indigo um glad that we were able to listen to it last night together all of us together and uh um just want to shout out to rm thanks for releasing this and uh you know including us in on your journey and being vulnerable with us we love you um yeah. and we want to let you know that uh you are so important to us and that we love your music and we want you to continue to be vulnerable with us because we love and appreciate that we need this in our we need this in our life yes absolutely. Um, because there is other artists out here that just don't do it the same way so rm please 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 keep giving us keep music coming. if you can and uh thanks for sharing with us oh also thank God. you said, sophie so cute thank you yes. uh it, and thank you armies for listening um uh to us too and doing the album review um we always appreciate the listens you know go ahead and hit up our profile on instagram or follow us on spotify instagram uh twitter all the all socials from all the socials we do some really cool events here in san diego if you can come and make it um but otherwise uh you know keep listening um we'll have more content coming out i'm sure soon oh yeah for sure it's it's coming. It's also, coming. really quick, congrats to South Korea for advancing in the World Cup. Yes. Whoa, 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 what? A lot of the boys posted it on their stories. They're all very excited. I'm excited for them. It's really cool. Let's go South Korea. Let's go SK. They like it. Like it's like the buzz around them kicking out. I can't remember if it's like Uruguay got kicked Portugal out because Portugal they, they beat Portugal, but that the points kicked out Uruguay. I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the game is Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific. So keep cheering them on. Um, yeah. yeah. Excited. But again, yeah, thanks for listening. We love you, armies. We're going to close out here. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.